Okay. Hey, Kat, how are you doing today? Nice to be on um, the show. Oh, it's such a delight. I'm so curious about what you're up to and excited to see what we can create in this time together. Yeah, awesome. So for the listeners and also for me, like what are three things you want to share about you? Oh, gosh, only three. <laughs> yes, okay. I know you have more to share, but... <laughs> Well, I, I feel like the most urgent and the most universal have to do with climate. Um, and I would say that climate action is an inside job. It's um, okay. I'll just make them very brief. And then climate action can be um, a fun step to a finer future. And then um, let's see, the final one I would say is... Um, it's about connection. Climate is about connection. It takes us to places with people talking about things we would not normally be interested in. So yeah. those things I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And what about you? Tell me one thing that we need to know about you. Who who are you? Um well, I'm a lot of things. One thing would be uh well, a fun fact is that I am a former Playboy ski instructor. That's something that not very many people know about me. <laughs> a Playboy ski instructor. Yes. What, what's this? Uh, well, the Playboy Club. I, are you familiar with Playboy? Yeah. The magazine, okay. you mean? Right. So yeah. they had two ski resorts, one in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, where I'm from, and which was also one of the locations for the final locations for the United States Air Force Academy, where I ended up going to college yeah. and um, one in New Jersey. And as a senior in high school, I learned how to ski and taught South Side Chicago kids from the inner city how to ski after wow. school. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. Um, so, uh, you have talked already about, um, uh, climate and, and this is, uh, an important topic to you. So what is your, your vision or what do you want to change in the world? What you're working on? Well, uh, so I feel like climate is kind of this connective fascia that, um, brings the whole body of life on the planet together, uh, so that we're connected, we're interdependent, we revere life. Uh, so the one thing I would change would be shifting from a, a culture of death to a culture of life. Mm. Yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, yeah. And what does this mean to you, shifting from a culture of life or shifting from a culture of death to a culture of life? Well, currently, uh, we're over-consuming the resources on the planet many times over. We're extracting raw materials from largely un sparsely populated places with indigenous peoples living there, mm. and um, we're disrupting their culture. We are um, toxifying their water, land, and air mm. um, for the comfort of the developed world. And so my aspiration is to shift that from a culture of taking 
and destroying earth to culture of revering and respecting those cultures. Yeah. yeah. So all life will wow. thrive. Yeah. yeah. And I want to acknowledge you for being out in the world and, and standing straight for, for this people, for the world, for everyone who wants to, to make this world a better place. It sounds like this is a quite challenging task. It is, but why <laughs> else would we what else would we do? If you don't do something exactly. big, bigger yeah. than our one little slice of how many years we get on the planet, yeah. why Lo not? Love love your energy that you're bringing here. So so what is something like an obstacle or, or something that keeps you up at night right now? Well, uh, I would say leadership. Um, young people are aware that the planet that they're inheriting is uh, less lively, less flourishing than the one I grew up in. Mm -hmm. And uh, women, for example, in the United States are still only between 24 and 28% represented in leadership Many boards have very few women or diversity on them. So I think the obstacle is finding ways to raise up not only my own influence and ability to uh, affect decisions, but also to raise up youth global change makers and yeah. women leaders and writers and influencers. Right, right. And And what's important for you to help these people, these young change makers to thrive? Well, I've uh, been doing climate activations for these groups of people. And um, what I've noticed is that mindset often stands in the way of them being able to go to a next level of responsibility, mm. not only for their personal responsibility, but how they model life for their families, their neighborhoods. And the idea for some of them stepping into leadership is beyond even possibility. So mm. um, the obstacle, I would say, is really mindset and um, plausible leadership. Yeah. And and what I'm hearing is this is more of the side of, you know, what what these young kids can do. Uh, what I'm interested in here is what can you do to change the situation? So, right. so what, what comes up for you? Like, who do you need to become to be this leader and role model for this younger generation? Yeah. So as I said, one of the first things was that climate action is an inside job. Yeah. So when I see it out there, in those that I'm serving, I am reminded that it must first shift within me. So yeah. I'm continuously working on my mindset, where are places that I can step up, find the leverage point, yeah. insert in uh, understanding um, and right relating with earth. Right. So uh, what I'm hearing is it's a, it's a mindset, it's an inner game to it play. Is. So what would be a a good outcome of the next next couple of minutes for you of this session 
where you would say, hey, this helped me to step up with my mindset? Well, tomorrow I'm lobbying um, in Colorado for conservation of the wild places in our state. And I have noticed over time that when my mom was most persuasive with me was when she she was a can-do leader. She was a businesswoman mm-hmm. when you couldn't even get credit cards as a woman in business in the 70s here. So she was a pioneer. I followed in those oh, footsteps. Wow. But what I've noticed is that when she was vulnerable, she was most persuasive. And that is the piece that... Um, I often use facts and figures and ideas and solutions as um, a veil to protect that piece of my personal power. Yeah. Like what I'm hearing is vulnerability might open some doors that, that will be closed by just presenting facts. Yes. Yeah. And so, so how does it feel for you to be vulnerable to others? Uh, it feels um, raw. raw. Do you feel it somewhere in your body? <laughs> feeling or a picture coming up or? Right now, I'm feeling it in my hand. <laughs> yeah, your hand. You, you had this key accident yesterday, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so is it is it because of the accident or is it? Is it like yeah. Pain in the yeah. Okay. Yeah. The physical, yeah. the physicality physical of that. Yeah. But it was also a very vulnerable position to be in. I mm-hmm. almost never fall, and that was an unexpected twist. And it um, impacted me in a in the moment. Yeah. And I noticed that someone came over to offer to help me. And I just kind of gathered my um, energy and sat there and considered, kind of reenacted what happened and um, repositioned myself in that place so that I could re-experience the decisions that I made. Yeah, yeah. Get it. So so imagine I will hand you a, like a magic wand mm-hmm. and imagine yourself standing on this t- tomorrow. I assume it's on stage. Um, how do you want to show up when it comes to vulnerability? What would be the ideal situation, how you um, are? Engaging, knowledgeable, with deep reverence for the wild places, mm. um, in relationship with um, whomever is before me, if it's a, a politician, a legislator, yeah. uh, an activist, really uh, looking into their eyes if they allow that, and yeah. listening for what it is that they need to hear to understand how important the decisions are that they're making right Mm. now that will affect um, generations forward 
the quality of life that's available um the water is there enough is it drinkable yeah yeah and, and maybe come back to your your body so how, how does this make you feel if you imagine standing there um in all of your strength and it makes me feel grateful hmm. for their listening it makes me feel um Um, strong, courageous. Um, the words come easily. Um, it's like my ears are like this super organism where mm. I really hear into their soul and I'm able mm. to just find the tiny leverage point that might just... Um, open their heart and head and hands to doing something urgent yeah and something so important for the world yeah so so what would help you to bring this this energy forward and to tomorrow's event mm. is there anything that comes up for you noticing the edges where the a uh, space is hard and cold and square and linear, the human created spaces versus the organic emotional flow, um, the warm hugs, the mm. laughter, the um, ease in relating with others. Yeah, there's a lot, lot of connection. Mm hmm. And how can you bring this connection to those people tomorrow that are listening to you? Yeah, um, I feel like just standing solidly in my rooted feet, um, mm. connecting all the way to the core of the planet and just allowing myself to be um, not only a sensor for what's happening in Earth, but for Earth to send um perfectly timed messages uh mm. in um, memorable sound bites that um go to the heart of the matter that really um move me as much as it moves the person i'm relating with in the moment so that there's mm. wonder and curiosity and um uh what is absent in that field is judgment, um, yeah. position, but instead I'm standing like a tree, just yeah. Yeah, strong, what, solid. Right, right. And what comes up for me is also like a, a deep trust in mm -hmm. nature or the universe or yourself yes. as well. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. So I would love you to to bring this, yeah, this energy and this this aliveness and and really being one with nature tomorrow to this to this event. Is there any any practical thing that you can do that reminds you to be in this space, or 
or anything like a little ritual or like an object that you can pull out tomorrow before your talk that reminds you of this this conversation here i feel it's not a thing i feel it's a presence mm -hmm. it's um a reverence um it's uh like a condensing of time like bringing the wisdom and lessons and losses and sufferings and joys of the past mm. to this present moment, kind of like um, an hourglass where all mm -hmm. of the past generations and wisdom of the ancients all kind of comes up through my feet yeah. and then it gets condensed in that moment, in that precise moment where I am, um, just with myself mm. and the decision maker and then open to all of the joy and delight and possibility of a future that looks different than the darkness of the sorrows and the losses of the past. Yeah. Mm. Wow. What comes up for me is, is Cat, you really wisdom. You have so much knowledge about our planet and the interplay, and you have such a big heart to bring this forward. And yeah, I just want to acknowledge this. It's I can imagine that's that's not an easy way to go, but you are bold enough to to go there. And this is exactly what people like you, what, what the world needs at this moment. So thank you for this. I feel like I'm just one, one, one decent human. <laughs> and there's like and you, 8 billion you, of us on the planet. Yeah. If each of us were able to... Yeah. Um, and you're truly an, an inspiring leader. paving the, the path for many of us. It feels a little um, hard for me to take that in. Mm. Um, uh, Why is this? Well, I feel like I'm feeling... I'm feeling um, what what I my aspiration is to ignite that feeling of everyone's voice matters in everyone around me, so that no overwhelming responsibility falls on anyone's mm. shoulders. That we just yeah. do our whatever part we can with whatever resources we have in whatever moment there is and um, the scale of change is so massive and there are already so many who see parts 
of this um, finer future um, and being connected inside, it feels, I feel like I am being drawn to the people and places. Mm. Um, and I just, I hope that for everyone, because um, this, this is not going to happen by magic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Human, humans made these radical <laughs> changes in Earth's nested ecosystems. And just like Earth is changing because of us, we need to change because mm. of us. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I'm feeling like a little salivation in my throat, like, mm. oh, that's a lot to swallow. But here we are, 2023. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I get it. And so maybe a little bit more to swallow for you. <laughs> but what about doing a little challenge uh, for you? And um, so the idea is to to get you out of your comfort zone a little bit uh, in order to grow for yourself um, and experiment with new things. So you can either say yes to this challenge, no, or you can give me a counter offer. And, no. and and we can co-design. Co yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. if you're up for this kind of game. Of course, yeah. Um, so what came up for me is you said vulnerability. And I'm just, I'm just curious, like how we can design something for you, which is about bringing this vulnerability tomorrow to this event. So, so what comes up for you? Is there a, is there anything where you can show your vulnerability in a way that that might not be the normal normal way how you show up but you i have the feeling vulnerability seems to be a a key at least this also worked with with your mother right where you said when she was vulnerable she she attracted the most people mm -hmm. so what would be something you can do tomorrow at this event to to show more of your vulnerability well physically uh vulnerability for me shows up like tears and yeah. um kind of a quivering in my voice um uh distinct from the normal joyous solution seeking bold yeah. action suggesting leadership inviting uh advocate that I show up very easily, um, which can be fun and persuasive in itself. But mm -hmm. I feel like people in those positions hear that kind of um, upbeat energy often, or mm -hmm. they'll hear anger and complaining. Yeah. And I feel like the divination between those two polar mm. opposites uh, is lies in the power of the heart. And yeah. even deeper than that, as a woman, the power of m my womb, bringing life into the world, 
it's an incredibly painful and vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. And um, if, if I could source that energy, that would be incredibly persuasive, inspiring and powerful. Yeah. And and I'm also touching my heart, as you said, bringing tears and, and how I understand it. It's not, you know, fake tears because this is a tool that brings you forward but more like really being your true authentic self yeah. and and this upbeat. And I know you're upbeat, but somehow what comes up is not that you're faking it, but it's something comes up like that's probably not really who you are in essence. I have the feeling you are more the, the one between you're not the angry one and you might not be always the one who is, who is the, the most upbeat one because this is really a hard topic mm-hmm. and so I, I would like to challenge you to bring your true authentic self like however this shows up for you and be you without judging yourself if tears are coming because if this here it's here right and what what do you say? Is this something you you would be up for? Mm-hmm. Showing up in a way that how you truly feel about the topic. Vulnerability doesn't feel like an emotion that I can just turn on or turn off. It feels in a moment when a child's uh, scraped knee just touches me Mm. uh, or uh, when, yeah. And and it's not about, you know, having a switch and saying, now I'm vulnerable and now I'm, now tears come. This is not what what I'm proposing here. It's more like be aware if, if something comes up where you, you want to be vulnerable, just allowing it and not mm-hmm. hiding it. Mm-hmm. Might be something that, that is worth to experiment with because it sounds you have never, or I don't know, never, but this is, this, this might be an operation system that you haven't really, Uh, used in these scenarios yeah I feel that it has been available to me kind of like a a rough curved edge but Mm. it's not a polished surface Mm. it's um, uh, I am um, I'm so intimately connected with the hurts in earth yeah. um, and, and bring this out mm-hmm. when you feel you're so connected to the earth and the hurt of the earth experimenting with it and just bring it to the world and to these guys that are so used to everything is upbeat or on the other scale they are anyhow angry the angry mob 
I remember when I was arrested at the Federal Energy Regulatory Commission, <clears throat> mm -hmm. I cried, sobbed for almost two hours. And one after one, the arresting officers would come in, mostly black men. And um, I learned a powerful lesson there that hurt people hurt people. But uh, they were all so curious. And they were asking me, why are you crying? Why are you still crying? And um, just a flood of sorrow filled my entire body. It was just like mm. a waterfall of suffering. And um, I was just considering all of the species on the planet that were going to blink out or were desperate to find conditions they could survive in. And as I was thinking of all of the animals and species, of course, I was including humans mm -hmm. in that too. Mm -hmm. And um, reporting after that to all of our 100 or 150 people who were part of that action, uh, I remember uh, I broke into tears again and just was so grateful for the small kindnesses mm -hmm. along that way. Um, I promised my husband and my son I would not get arrested. And yeah, mm -hmm. I got arrested. And it was such a blow to my system. Mm -hmm. um, and then I thought, I felt that it's nothing. It's nothing. My small emotional heartbreak was nothing compared to the millions that were going to vanish. Mm. Um, yeah. Wow, it touches my heart. You're talking about it. Okay, to coming, come close for, to the session. So, would like is it a yes no or a counter offer to bring when it's suitable your vulnerability to this event tomorrow oh it's a hell yes awesome, awesome. <laughs> I, I i know that you're up for this challenge <laughs> yeah i feel like i'm pregnant with um the possibility of a beautiful rebirthing of humans and earth mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I love the spirituality that you bring here to this <laughs> to this chat and and you are like you're really special cat thank you so much joining this really special call it touched my heart i'm almost shaking listening to you and i know that when you bring your true authentic self to this to these people out there they will feel the difference that you can make thank you for this guidance and um, thanks for anybody who's listening who 
is also on the same path. We're in, we belong to each other. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Kat. Mm -hmm.